You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. This is completely BS. This is shame. They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh, what a roller coaster this already <laughs> is. Just think it's... We're climbing to the top. We haven't even started our downhill momentum yet. Oh, they'll be downhill. I grant you that. <laughs> With the Falcons. <laughs> this is just climbing right now. You know what you're doing? You're looking down. You ever been on a roller coaster? You look down and you realize how high you are. And you're like, oh, you're not sure what's going to happen. That's stomach. That's where we are. Tell me feeling right there. Like, as we said, guys, so many questions we will not have answers for for a while. We've already talked about the Rooney rule and how the NFL has sort of stretched out the process. So even though everybody and their uncle is saying it sure sounds like Belichick, that's we're still you know days away from that at the, at the minimum. But then, Carl, what's the philosophy going to be as far as the general manager? What's the philosophy going to be as far as the draft strategy? Where are we going to get our quarterback from? Who of the old Patriot way is going to make, if it is the case, is going to make their way down here? Or, as we said, no. Get your rosary beads out and hope that Harbaugh gets a second interview. He will. I think he is, Mike. I mean, you know, I, I think the guys that you don't have to wait on, you go ahead and knock them out. And right. I think that's what this is more than anything, even though you can look further into it. Um, today I was at the PGA Superstore, speaking of Arthur Blank. Hey, by the way, here's the thing. You can never get out of there for under $200. Well, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't plan on buying anything, and then, of course, I did. Right? I don't want to put your money on the street, but I'm just saying. I did. You cannot walk in that place no, and get true. out of there for under 200 No, I, I, but I went and saw a buddy of mine, and, and you know, we were, I was trying out some new clubs and stuff, and, and literally the news came down while I was working doing this stuff with him. Right. And he's freaking out. They're going to hire him. I said, Stan, relax. It's, 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 they're going to freaking hire him, aren't they? Stan, it's okay. They ha- they're they're going to give him a second interview. I literally had the same experience. I was walking. I did my video today, uh, my, my, my almost daily Falcons, you know, <laughs> angst video as yeah. I was walking Ike around the lake today. And as I'm coming around the bend, to my, one of my neighbors, he literally comes out of the garage. Hey, hey, you hear about this Belichick stuff? And I'm like, it's easy, easy Calm now. down. Calm but, down. But again, I- Josina Anderson kind of doubling down on what Ian Rappaport had reported earlier about the second interview and how much they're in, on the same page. The only thing I can tell you guys, and I want to be factual about the information we try to give you, we just don't make stuff up. That's other shows. We try to tell you what is factual. And what is factual is Terry Fontenot was in on these interviews. No matter what we may think about how that last press conference was handled, and I didn't think it was handled great, the fact that he's in on these interviews with Rich and the other front office folks is a positive. Because I want, I said this to you yesterday, Mike, I want as many people in that interview as I, as I can. Right. I don't want Arthur Blank sitting in a big chair next to or across from Bill Belichick. And people, you know, Randy, Andy and Randy were making the joke, well, everybody thinks that Belichick's interviewing him. That's why you want the other people in the room. Right. Let Arthur Blank set the tone. Love you. Glad you're here. Let's talk. And what are the real questions that these other people are going to present? So for for Terry Fontenot to be in there, guys, he's going to be a part of this process in hiring and at least some input, Mike. 
Now, what yeah. happens after that? I don't know. Now, again, we'd love to reach out and be able to have a chance to talk to Terry. It's kind of like radio silence right now from inside the organization, other than those you know tweets you've seen about the guys they're interviewing, including uh, Brian Johnson, the Eagles OC, who's, you know, i got to be honest, stock was not exactly great after they kind of <laughs> the bed the last six games, but they did get that interview. He's a minority candidate, by the way, per Rooney rule. But, Carl, I just, I'd just i love to see Terry moving forward if we had a younger coach. I just think the reality check is if Belichick does come here, Terry Fontenot, other than being a rubber stamp for what Belichick wants, might be out the door. So here's the other part of this. We're going to get to an NFL blitz. Michael Rothstein is going to join us. He covers the Falcons for ESPN in about 15 minutes. I would love, and I don't know if this is going to happen, for Belichick to go, I've done it. I just want to coach. And I need you. I will give you the direction in which I want you to go when it comes to picking these players. And, yes, I'm going to tell you, I think that – I, you can't dismiss 45 years or whatever it's been of him watching players. You can't. I know he screwed this up. But I do want to hear if Belichick goes, I think that guy can play. Mike makes fun of me on the hill every year at training camp when I go, that guy's not any good. Okay? Bum. I, I want to hear Belichick go, that guy, I think he can play. Give Terry the direction, Mike. And I'm just saying, what if he says, I just want to coach. I'll give you the direction of the players I want. You get me the guys and let me handle right. it. Well, I mean, that would be great if that was going to happen, but I don't think that's going to happen. I just I just don't think that's going to be part of it. I think the Josina Anderson thing, mentioning his relationship with Rich McKay, again, knowing Rich because of all the years of Rich's involvement around well, the that's NFL. that's reporting yeah, to Rich. Right, but again, but still, do you think that Bill Belichick is going to cede personnel duties to someone else? I say that's not – I think that's an impossibility. I think Belichick's going to come down here. He's going to pick the groceries. The only thing I would say about that is the only reason why he never did it or didn't do it in New England is because that's all he ever did. When it's all you've ever done right. and no one's ever come in and tell, told you, you can't do this anymore because Kraft wasn't going to mess with him because they're winning. He's winning him Super Bowl. But the first and the first 12 years, though, again, when the machine was fully functional, he had a great staff. He had some really good people in there. Look, I don't debate Dimitrov's ability to look at some talent. I think we could always debate his inability to get the trenches right. But Scott Pioli and Dimitrov and all the other guys who came through that organization, they really had some great scouting. They also, they, you know, for instance, I'll give you a name. I was just talking to a listener on Twitter. David Andrews from UGA. He was undrafted. Yes, he was. You know, and they picked him up as an undrafted free agent. And the guy's obviously been like, you know, the, the, the rock in the offensive line for over a decade. That's an absolutely great story. Um, and, again, recognizing potential guys, the value. We didn't, they didn't pay a lot for David Andrews, but no. they got a lot out of him. Right. That's the value. That is the brilliance of good front offices. It's why Kansas City is so damn good, to be quite honest with you. They draft well, and then they get value out of guys that you go, he's a fifth rounder? He's a sixth rounder? Nobody picked this guy up? He's an undrafted free agent? Mike, that's where it's at. But my point about Belichick is nobody ever took those, those, that rain out of his hands. Right. You're looking for a job well, now. Well, I mean, the thing now is he doesn't have Dallas to fall back on. If that ever know again, that's just pie in the sky. I think a lot of people looked at Dallas as a really good opportunity because it's turnkey. You've just got to straighten out Dak Prescott's head in the in the postseason because you've got all the other elements there in place. But we'll talk about that coming up about Jerry's decision. By the way, real quick, did you take that picture of your lunch? Yeah, I did. You got a new phone or something? That's amazing. No, that's like, re- that's like that's like one of those professional photo shoots of a, of a restaurant. You know, like, oh, well, thank you, know, you. You know, like when you watch like local cable and you see some like poor little guys restaurant, and you know, guys trying to make it in the world, and they they do that locally produced commercial, and the food looks like crap because they don't know how to light it. Look at that. That is a rainbow trout and shrimp. Yeah, it's amazing. Nice presentation. Well, you know, half my phone is food food. 
pitches. Yeah. For those who don't know this, for the yeah. last four years, it's all right. we've been doing is cooking right. and, and showing you. I've been a cook for years, but we've been finally sharing and showing you, hey, we're cooking. Yeah. I looked at my phone the other night, Mike. It's like, you have th- uh, literally 1,100 pictures right. of food. Right. Now that, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You need your own Instagram account, Carl, just for your food now. That's well, just, all, just for food. It's all that stuff that we cooked during the pandemic and then afterwards and then us going out. Right. I'm just like, I take pic- that much pictures of food? Call it Carl Cooks. Right. For me, the dog has replaced the uh, the food. It's more. It's like 50,000 photos of a dog. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you, but that's a great shot. Check out Carl Dukes and put him up. That makes me want to go to Papa Do's, who's not even a sponsor. All right, guys. Coming up, uh, Michael Rossi is going to join us. Let's get to an NFL. Blitz! Hi, Mike. Welcome to the NFL. Be. News and notes from around the league. This is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. I want to lick the screen, man. That it was looks good. Too. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie to you. It was really good. Uh, and healthy. Good for you. Oh, yeah. Every now and then. But I'm not trying to do that purposely. I can care less. I mean, give me a break. I'm going to eat what I want to eat. 404-726-0929. You guys can chime in. Whether you agree with Mike, whether you agree with me, listen, we're just talking about this. Look, I, I love what you're saying. I just don't think that's – I think Belichick looks and comes in and says, look. That's a perfect world, Mike. I'm coming in, and it's my world. And, and everybody else <laughs> get in line. But see, this is what – me? Okay. I'm, I'm so let show. me ask you, though. But you're right. And you know what the response no, should be? Never, never heard of you. <laughs> stop it. Stop, stop it. What's up? You know what the response should be? Why should you be given the opportunity to do that? Bill, just because you did it, you had success, but the, the recent track record doesn't show that. Yeah. Answer that question. I can't hear you. What, what, I've got, got six rings in my ears. <laughs> and that's the problem. That, that is but that's the, the problem. Thing. There's the now, and there's what was. And there's we our old agent, God bless him, and there's the world you want to live in Six and the world you live in. in. My ear. I can't hear you. That's you know, Patrick Wallide. Patrick oh, yeah. Wallide used to joke yeah, yeah. Like, I can't hear you, I'll get the ring in my, my ear. ear yeah. But yeah, yeah the, <laughs> <that's easy. laughs> he actually talked like that. He's from Montreal. But yeah, man, I, I would love to see a collaborative effort because I think Fontenot's really shown you he can get the right free agents in here. The draft, we're under the impression that the, the screw up picks were jammed down his throat by Arthur Smith. I, yeah. Again, we'll, someday we'll talk to Terry and find out. Yeah. And by the way, I'm just going back to the eating thing real quick. Yeah. I just eat whatever you want, okay? Yeah, but you, 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 yeah. Could, you could go tomorrow. I know, I know, that, that, but I'm... that's all. That's where I'm at. That's that's just I. This whole thing about and trust yeah. me, eating healthy is great. And if you want to do that, do you? It's the new year. Get in shape. Do all those things. My point is, when it comes to certain meals, and I want to eat, I just eat whatever I want. Just I love bread. <laughs> yes, I tried yes. to be good this weekend. Have an MLK day off. I was jonesing for a sub. I went to Publix. I got like the American. I loaded up. I doubled the meat. Yeah. I couldn't move. I was in a, when you don't eat bread like that, you know, like a full like, it sandwich. It fills you up. Holy moly. It's like Jabba the Hutt on the couch, it man. It fills you up. Yeah, yeah. All, those, all those carbs. But yeah. just, I'm just saying, you can go tomorrow, all right? That's, right. that's Live like at. you want to live, baby. Yeah, that's all right. I'm saying, okay? With that said, let's talk about what's going on around the NFL. Mike McCarthy, Mike, keeps his job. He's in the final year of his deal. Speaking of having a sub in his pocket. Uh, <laughs> we were all surprised. Let's not act like we weren't surprised. Is it the right move? No. No, this is your window. Jerry Jones, every day you get closer to death. See what I'm saying? We all do. This is what I'm talking about. We all do. That's why you should eat what you want to eat. I'm just saying, uh, (laughs) Carl just laid it out. We could all die tomorrow, heaven forbid. But Jerry Jones, you're you're, you're 30 years ahead of me and Carl. You got to get with the program, pal. You through again through Hooker Crook. You've actually drafted some really good pieces. You've assembled a hell of a team. But you need somebody to push you over the top. That's why you should have hired Belichick because he could come into a ready-made situation. Maybe Josh McDaniels could figure out his quarterback and get him doing the right things. But you don't want him picking the groceries. There, the team is ready. You just got to get up there and figure out how you can beat the 49ers. You're blowing it. McCarthy has shown you he can't put you over the top. And Dan Quinn. 
pre pre preoccupied. He's gone. You know, with the uh, the interview process, coached like a man who well was looking for another job. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, meanwhile, Jason Kelsey, Mike, I guess he's not retiring. He, let's hear Jason Kelsey talk about this. Uh, first of all, he says when it's done. What are you talking about, Jason? When it's time to officially announce you know, what's happening in the future. It'll be done in a, in, in a way that's, you know, definitive and pays respect to a lot of people and uh, individuals that have meant a lot to me. Okay. Well, what about uh, the, the addressing the team thing? What happened there? You know, I don't think that it would be respectful or even accurate uh, to be able to do that right after a game like that. Yeah. But I did address the team and pretty much said the same thing that, I just said to you, which is, you know, I got belief in every single one of you guys, you know, cherish the moment you have in this league. A lot of guys like, you know, if that is your last game, I feel sorry for you. And I'm like, you don't feel sorry for me, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Kelsey was also asked about Nick Sirianni. Is he gone? I think Nick's a great coach. I really do. I think he's a great head coach. No, nobody was good enough this year. I wasn't. None of the players, none of the coaches were good enough down the stretch. That's the reality of this business. You know, when you're that bad, it's it's a collective thing. But, you know, I'll always have faith in Nick Sirianni. All right. And by the way, they're going to meet. So Dallas made their decision. Sirianni's going to meet. And apparently, Mike, they will be looking to change coordinators, which, again, you right. brought up the coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles being part of the process yeah. in which we have interviewed. Yeah, and I know that, uh, you know, Kelsey, I think he just wants to do it on his own terms. And as we said yesterday, every day, everybody, Randy Mack talks about it. You know, we, you know, we've heard Big Hugh, you know, Douglas talk about it. The day after the season's over, you feel like quitting, right? And maybe he comes back, and who knows? Eagles, though, th- that's another team, Carl. They've got to get the assistant coaches right. Woo! Because, boy, oh, boy, do they miss Shane Steichen. And, I mean, they just – Everything went wrong for that team. And I got to tell you, the, the message coming out of it, at least some of these guys still rally around Sirianni. But, boy, there, it seems like there was a, it was a rudderless ship when things started going south. And it they really, really did. No, no doubt about it. NFL Blitz, guys, brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMen'sMedical.com. Let me hear uh, Mickey Loomis. Cowboys are sticking with Mike McCarthy. Well, the Saints are sticking with Dennis Allen. And Mickey Loomis said this. Bill Belichick. Here's his first three seasons, 6 and 10, 7 and 9, 7 and 9. Tom Landry, 0 and 11, 4 and 9, 5 and 8, 4 and 10, 5 and 8. Hall of Fame coaches, all of them. Bill Walsh, first year, 2 and 14, second year, 6 and 10. So I think the easy thing to do is just look at the results and say, oh, no, we've got to have a change. you got to look beyond that. You know, what are the reasons why we were 9 and 8 instead of, you know, 13 and four. And look, it's it's collective. It's the players. It's the coaches. It's me. Uh, I'm not sure what Mickey's smoking. I know you should not be chewing gum in a press conference. That's just plain rude, Carl. Oh, I agree with that. But he's making the argument I was making to you earlier in the week about old guys. Not everybody becomes fine wine. You know, you throw in Chuck Noll and Don Shula and Bud Grant. All those guys were under 500 the last three years. He was talking about their first three years. These are the last. Those guys, the same thing he said. Look at their. You could literally spin that in reverse and look at those same guys he talked about last three years, Carl. Do you think we, we regret that? Oh, shut up, Jameis. <laughs> I'm still still upset at this dude. But you, I, you feel that Dennis Allen is going to turn into George Allen? Well, that's the <laughs> nice, nice reference. How do you feel about it? Tell me how you feel. Oh, about I it. didn't like it, Jameis. You're an idiot. Okay, <laughs> six and ten, seven and nine, seven and nine. Under that premise that Mickey Loomis just talked about, right. we should have kept Arthur Smith. Yep. Seriously, Mike. Like if that's how you feel. See, I, this is why you can spin this 
any way you want. When you tell me, well, you know, first three seasons of, of Bill Belichick, 6-10, and 79-79, and they stayed the course. Yeah, but if you feel that way, then you should have said, well, you know, yeah. we, we could have easily stayed the course with Arthur Smith. I just think you have to look at how you're losing, why you're losing. Right. And how much does the head coach play a role in that? And almost, you think we, we regret that? <laughs> you don't shut up, Jameis? The only guy who had a quarterback at the end was Shula, and he screwed it up with Marino. I mean, Terry Bradshaw retired, and Noel could never replace him. And we know that Bill Belichick's never replaced Tom Brady. <laughs> no. Can you imagine being in the huddle and Jameis running Hey, guys, there? you know what? Let's get, let's get him a score. Can you We already played him twice. We're going to eat some Ws. This dude. This oh, I don't even know why you went there, Orrin. Coming up. <laughs> how do you feel about it? Tell me how you feel Oh, you know it. how I feel. Freelance. Mikey, you did it. You did. You broke the rules. Hey, Michael Rothstein's going to join us. Falcons, he covers the Falcons for ESPN. This hour brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. Michael Rothstein next. How do you feel about it? Tell me how you feel about it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're all wondering whether or not it's going to happen and when it might happen. We're talking about the Falcons hiring their new head coach. Hmm. Joining us right now, Michael Rothstein, a Falcons ESPN reporter. He covers the Falcons for ESPN. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Michael, uh, everybody today after hearing second interview started freaking out. I'm freaking out, man. So where are you on this, Michael? Uh, I'm sitting in my lounge chair at the moment, staring at my laptop. That's where I <laughs> now, listen, here's the reality of situations. I've covered enough of these. From the last time we, I did the show last week to now, I actually figured out how many coaching searches I've covered. It's uh, 
this is coaching search number four in the NFL and like five and a half uh, in like two decades of doing this. Four in 12 years, under 12 years, by the way. So like, you know, that's a lot. Uh, all of that is to be being said that if you're interviewing somebody for a second interview, uh, they are very much a legitimate candidate for you. And based off of the reports that we've seen, um, and that's really what I have to go on in terms of like the, the second interview happening based off of that, the fact that some of these are happening at the same time when in theory, some first interviews might still be happening to me tells you all you need to know about the seriousness of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, what that ends up looking like, I don't know. They, they are not, they are not yet. The Falcons meaning are not yet Rooney rule compliant. So in terms of when a hire could be made, whether it's Bill Belichick or anybody else, that isn't going to come, it would seem, for a little while unless they've completed interviews in person that they have not yet announced, that they have not announced. That's the thing that has to happen. They have to interview between one and two. I've seen different places, different places, different things, different places, but at least one uh, not in on their staff diverse candidate before they can make a hire and then they would be Rooney Rule compliant at that point. Uh, which the Chargers, by the way, earlier today became Rooney Rule compliant when they interviewed David Shaw. So that that's kind of the next step beyond a potential second interview for Bill Belichick or anybody else. I know that uh, Belichick's track record has obviously been, you know, goat worthy. I mean he's he, no one debates what they've done, but Michael, how much about Falcon fans, should they look at the last four years? Three of those four years not making the playoffs, the Mac Jones not developing him, the debacle of having a Matt Patricia defensive coordinator try to be an OC. I mean, how much of that carries weight with you, or do you say, look, on total he can come in here, look at this organization from the 30,000-foot view and say, ah, I can make this work? Well, one would think that Belichick's not going to take this job if he doesn't believe that can happen. That's the first thing. Uh, But, yeah, listen, fans have absolute – reasons to raise eyebrows over the last four years where they were under 503 the last four years where they had quarterback issues between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, not dissimilar by the way, to what had gone on in Atlanta with Arthur Smith. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you look the record of, if you, if you look at the three losing seasons, right, because obviously the one, the one year they went to, you know, they went to the playoffs and and they had the winning year with Mac Jones uh, or Mac Jones was a rookie. Well, you know, that, our, Bill, Belichick, Bill Belichick's record is actually worse than Arthur Smith in, in that span. So you look and you say, okay, um, I think there's reason to have concern, sure, but it all depends on the quarterback. If they get the quarterback right, whether it's a veteran or a rookie, Bill Belichick will succeed here, and they will, the, the, whoever is the head coach will succeed, more than likely. If they get the quarterback wrong, whoever the coach is is going to fail. More than likely, because that is with the way this roster is constructed and the reality of the NFL, it, the quarterback needs to be average. And that's what, I mean, I remember doing a show in August, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the thing I kept saying over and over and over was if they got average quarterback play, the Fal- meaning the Falcons got average quarterback play, this team would have won the division. Uh, as this played out, I, I stick with that statement. If they got average quarterback play, we would not be having this conversation right now, but they didn't. And that's why they are where they are. So quarterback to me is question one for Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick or whoever the head coach is once they get in here. All right. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of different candidates. Which one has, sure. which one has your eye? 
What, which, which guys? I mean, seriously. Now, we're not yeah. talking about just, you know, again, some of these guys, it's out of courtesy. Harbaugh! Who has your ear? Who has your eye right now, uh, Michael? Well, all right, by the way, the, the person who was yelled in the background, I mean, that, to me, when you look at all of the candidates across the board in this cycle, and you want the one kind of can't-miss guy, it's him. Yep. Because everywhere he is one, from non-scholarship FCS, San Diego, they do not give out scholarships there. He still managed to have a top 25 team. To Stanford, he resurrected a basically dead program. And then he goes to the NFL. His worst season in the NFL was 500. You know, there were issues in the, with, you know, kind of conflicting stuff. And Michigan opens, and he goes to Michigan. And listen, I lived in Ann Arbor. You guys know that. Everybody knows that, that, that has listened to me at all. I lived in Ann Arbor for 12 years. I was there for when he took over. He took over a program in shambles, like in shambles, and they're national champions now. So all he does is win. To me, that should be – if Jim Harbaugh is interested in you and wants that job, you should hire him. All for everything else aside, you should hire him because he has shown he can win everywhere with anything. Um, so take him out of the equation, though. And, you know, so you're looking at maybe some of the coordinators, right? Uh, I really like Brian Callahan a lot. I watched firsthand how he helped develop Matthew Stafford, kind of mid-career Stafford a little bit, which really helped propel him toward uh, what we've seen in Los Angeles. Uh, he was doing that in Detroit. Uh, he also obviously had a big hand in developing Joe Burrow. And considering what we were just talking about with quarterbacks, that might be a guy that's really interesting. Plus, he's seen what it needs to be to be a head coach because he's the son of Bill Kelly, the former Nebraska head coach, NFL coach. So he's been around that. Like, Brian Callahan's going to be, a, in my opinion, a very good head coach wherever he ends up going. Uh, Aaron Glenn would make a lot of sense here because of the ties with Terry Fontenot, the ties – with Ryan Nielsen, although obviously Ryan Nielsen uh, from the last time we talked till now is now allowed to interview outside uh, of the organization as our other assistant coaches. But if you decided you wanted to make a play, Aaron Glenn would have made a lot, would make a lot of sense here. Uh, and then you, you talk about, you know, you heard them talk about similar vision a lot, right? In that press conference on January 8th. Well, it doesn't get more similar vision than, than two guys who three guys really who have worked together extremely well uh, and, and you know, and you know, your defense is going to stay the same that way. So you don't have to maybe revamp a bunch of the defensive players because Glenn and, and Nielsen run similar stuff. have run similar stuff, both from that New Orleans model. Uh, those two really stand out to me. I like Ejero Averro a lot mm, as well. Interesting. Um, I, I, you know, I think he's been put in two really bad situations the last couple of years. Yep. Uh, Broncos, Carolina, defense, by the way. Broncos, yeah, Carolina. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, but his defenses have always been good, regardless of the um, messes that have been on the other side of the ball. There's a reason he keeps getting his name brought up, even though he's been with losing teams. And it's because he's a really good coach. Uh, those, those three guys, of the guys they've brought in, uh, like I liked what Steve Wilkes did in Carolina. I have concerns on what happened in Arizona, especially because you're potentially looking at a young quarterback again. So, like, that, that would be my concern with Steve Wilkes, but you can't deny what he's been able to do on the defensive side of the ball and how he was able to really motivate in what we clearly now know was an interesting situation in Carolina with ownership. So, uh, you know, that, that's an interesting person to me. Antonio Pierce would be fascinating to me because you, you have a, some body of work there. But 
again, I mean, of the guys that have been listed that are either potentially going to take interviews or have taken interviews, those the guys like Averro, Callahan, uh, and Aaron Glenn of the non-head coach variety are the ones that, to me, stand out. But listen, if there's one thing I've learned in covering four of these, this is my fourth one on the NFL level, you never really know. And the guy who ends up being the hot name doesn't always work out. Like, I mean, I've seen that over and over. And sometimes the guy that you think is not going to be a good hire ends up being a really good hire. Uh, and, and there's evidence of that all over the place. Why this is a hard thing to nail down and why you see so much turnover every year. Real quick, Michael, we got to take a break. So uh, sure. just two things. If uh, you bring Belichick in, is Fontenot reduced to just being, you know, the dot the I cross the T guys on the contracts? Uh, or would he have a say? And then what? any inkling, what a Belichick quarterback plan would even remotely look like? Uh, to the first question, I honestly have no idea. I, I don't know. You know, that, that I, I honestly have no idea mm-hmm. on what Terry Font, what will happen with Terry Fontenot. I look at what happened when uh, I know we're up against. I know what, look what happened in New England when Bill Belichick took over there. He kept Bobby Greer on for a little bit, and then Bobby Greer was let go uh, because Bobby Greer obviously worked with Pete Carroll there. So, you know, that – I don't know whether history will repeat itself, but that's something to obviously consider depending how much power Belichick wants here versus then. Because he may just say, I just want to coach and help out with personnel. So we don't know. In terms of quarterback, I would imagine if you're Bill Belichick, you want to go with a veteran proven option, right? Because you're coming in not looking at this as maybe like a 10-year play. Like you want to be able to win and win right away or, or darn close to it. So to me, I think you're looking at a veteran option, but it'll depend on who the OC is. Does he bring Josh McDaniels with him? Is it somebody else? That, that again, all remains to be seen. But a lot of questions, possibly, if this happens, that uh, we'll need to get answered. Michael, great job. Appreciate you. And we'll be continuing our conversation throughout this process with you uh, as we have all season long. Falcons reporter for ESPN, Michael Rothstein. Thank you so much. Anytime, y'all. Have a good day. You too. Coming up, yeah, man, no, man, Big O's by himself today. Turtle is going to be doing nights tonight, filling in for John Chuckery. So Big O's handling all the duties. What has he got coming up? We'll find out on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Michael Rothstein for stopping by. He said what I said. Is it possible that Belichick just says, I want to coach? I'll give you an idea of what I need from players and what kind of players, but I just want to coach. We don't know. They know, or we know, that at this point they're going to have a second interview with uh, Bill Belichick. There will be other second interviews. And if you're just joining us again, I don't want you getting all crazy. If you're getting in the car, you're listening on your smart speaker at work, they're going to hire him. Slow down. They have a process that they have to go through. And I'm not saying this to to be tongue-in-cheek. I'm saying literally the NFL, even if they wanted to hire him tomorrow, they can't. Um, And so, Mike, we'll see how this interview goes, but there will be others who will get second interviews. We hope Harbaugh gets a second interview. I wish he would. Make me feel better about the whole process. I think Belichick comes in and says, Terry, I drink your milkshake. (laughs) I want it all. I want total unlimited power. (laughs) We'll see. More on this coming up. Here on the show also, uh, if I told you the dogs are the odds-on favorite over Bama, yep. would you believe it? Mm-hmm. We'll get into that coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. And Brandon Galden, guys, congratulations to our buddy, Georgia Sportscaster of the Year. He had a terrific season with our Braves and looking forward to many, many more. He's going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour. Right now, though, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. He's the former MVP of his high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. All right, Turtles off, at least on this show. He'll be on later. Uh, what is going on, Big O? What's happening today, What's man? What's up, man? It is a glorious day. A glorious day in the A today, guys. I am feeling well, doing well, and all that good stuff. So, yes. I uh, I feel pretty good, too. I'll be honest, though, um, when that news hit earlier today, I did get a little pit in my stomach because you know, as Michael Rothstein, you know, mm-hmm. he said, you understand the seriousness that when you're inviting uh, a guy back for a second interview. All these guys are not going to get this. There may be five of these. There may be ten. I don't think there's going to be. I think there's going to be a limited number after you do all the, the process, Mike, a limited number of guys coming back for a second interview. And then it gets silent. And I'm just telling you guys from experience, we're not going to hear anything. And then that's when we know they know that they've got their guy. Right. And as you said, you know, Ian Rappaport and, you know, Josina Anderson today, because she was citing the relationship that uh, Bill's had over the years in NFL meetings with Rich McKay, that they are on the same page. They got a rapport. You know, it's to be expected. So, as Carl just said, we got to wait. And there's a million questions. And uh, we're going to find. I just, I would love to see what they think of Ben Johnson, uh, you know, too. from up there in, in Motown. Yep. They talked with uh, Brian Johnson, not of ACDC, but of the Eagles today, Carl, whose uh, offense, of course, went <laughs> in the tank. Yeah. He's about to be out of a job. Yeah, he may be Absolutely. replaced, but that does meet some of the Rooney requirements for what it's for. Anyway, what you got, man? Yeah, well, like you guys are saying right now, it's like you're dating somebody. Not everybody gets to go and meet the family. That's so right. When right. you get to get in the house and meet the family, that's a pretty big deal. So that's what if I'm taking doing you to right meet now. my mama, it's a big deal. You meet mama, meet oh. daddy, meet your brothers and sisters. So that was tough. Belichick's beating everybody this coming weekend. Becky still talks about it. when I took my uh, my wife uh, at the time, my girlfriend, to meet my mom. My mom goes, "Oh, Michael, you finally brought home a real woman." Oh, Becky's like, "What does that mean?" Was well, that a compliment? And my mom's like, "How do I take and that?" And I'm in the kitchen because my mom's you know she can't hear, get the hearing aid. I'm like, "What do you what do you say that to her?" Well, she's not a stripper or some floozy cheerleader. Wow. Thanks, mom. Yeah. She she can hear that in the living room. Yeah. My mom used to check. She did this. It was it was just such a funny check. Like 
if she didn't like somebody, she would say, they'd be like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Oh, yeah, hey, I'm Dr. Romaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, not yeah. Mrs. Wow. Romaine. No, I'm Dr. Romaine. That's heavy like, Well, I know you don't like her mama, I guess, huh? So Yeah, I, I'll just say this, and, and my friends, we still laugh about this. I had to prep the girls that I took home because my mom was going to grill them. And they were going to be like on the stand for at least 30 minutes. And it was literally the whole goal would always be, we got to get her out of there. <laughs> my friends get would be, her out of there. My friends would be like, <laughs> we got to get you out. We got to get, get her out. out of there. We got to get her out. Because my mom in the process would be learning things about things that we would be doing. Oh. So she would be like, you know all that, mama. Oh, yeah. She'd be like, so were you with them the other night? Uh, mom, we got to go. We, hey, we got to get out of here. Look at the time. But right I'm with now, you, man. Yes. So to your point, everybody doesn't get to meet mom. And that is that's where we're at with the Falcons. But uh, we'll see where this goes. Big O, what's going on? Uh, we're going to start here on the collegiate end. Speaking of, um, Mike, we've been doing the Animal House thing all right. week. You know, the, uh, the Toga, Toga. <laughs> in the vein of Mr. Bluto there, Mr. Blutarski, uh, a guy who spent several years in college. We have a guy who just got – his ninth season of college football approved by the NCAA. Cam McCormick, a Titan at Miami. Cam McCormick, whose career started at Oregon in 2016. He was in the same recruiting class with guys like Joey, uh, Nick Bosa, <laughs> Justin Herbert. How long? Ed Oliver, yeah. Rashawn Gary. <laughs> These you know, guys those are guys, in the Jalen NFL. Hurts. Nine, guy, ninth year of eligibility. Now. Ninth year of eligibility he got approved for. So started, was it injuries and COVID and everything Injuries else? and COVID. As a true freshman, 2016. Then a string of injuries, had a broken leg in 2018, then 2019, 2020 injuries, then a foot injury that cost him uh, the 2021 season. So he got a sixth year in 2019, added the COVID year in 2020, and now he's got the uh, couple extra years. So, yeah, a ninth year of college eligibility for this tight end in Miami right now. Usually in college nine years. We should be calling you doctor, yeah. but no, yeah. Ninth year say, for Cam McCormick. That's like the joke that uh, Bobby Bowden used to say about Chris Winkie. He's the first guy that ever parked this in the uh, player parking lot in a minivan. <laughs> I'm just laughing because we make jokes like, who's that grown-ass man down there? He's literally a grown-ass <laughs> dude. This is really a grown-ass grown man, man down there, okay? That when man has responsibilities. When, when you're on the field and you look at a guy and you're like, damn, that dude looks old as hell. Like you're telling your friend, that dude is old as hell. How old is that guy? How old is 68? 26. Oh, my goodness. My grandfather's brother, Nick, used to talk about coming back from World War II. He was a Marine and then being the GI Bill and going to college. He said it was great. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> a literal big man on campus, yeah. That's a, it's an incredible story. Mm. I wish him nothing but the best, but come on, man. It's men yeah. and boys. I mean, honestly, for a guy that age, this is the problem, man. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. You're 26 or 7, whatever he's going to be. You're playing against nineteen-year-old kids. Yeah, it's like that high school documentary about the team that had those the kids Bishop, that should have been yeah. Come on, Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> prob- he wants to play. He said his goal is to play in the NFL. That ain't if you're a scout, how do you properly <laughs> evaluate a twenty-six-year-old guy out there playing against eighteen yeah. and nineteen-year-old kids? His medical at the combine would look like a phone book. <laughs> Only thing I can see and visualize is this guy just dominating because of his age. It's like a big kid in Little League. Like Andy Reid. Remember yes, his pump pass the kid videos? Like Matt Dillon and something about Mary. He's holding off all the other guys with one arm. Look at 89 um, out there just dominating. <laughs> so, yeah, congrats to Cam McCormick, though, for oh, being, I guess, man. awarded a ninth year of college oh. eligibility, man. Congratulations. Enjoy that. Um Mike Tomlin made news on Monday after his uh, his postgame press and when asked a question about his contract status, he kind of looked around and then walked off the podium. 
it was announced that he's going to be back one more year. Looks like he's going to sign an extension. And uh, Mr. Tomlin showed up to the press conference this afternoon in a little bit of a better mood. Good afternoon. Uh, <laughs> in a little better mood today, man. Anybody got any contract questions? <laughs> That's not right. Yeah. That's not now, right. Now, he did apologize at length. He, he did, did talk apologize, about where yes. his head was at. He was in the moment of the game, Carl. Didn't yeah. want to hear those big picture questions at that moment. I feel you. That, but you know what? Good for him. That's levity, right? right. That, that's what we talk about. And he Mike. did apologize for walking off. Correct. Some of these guys, it's just it's not that serious. I get it in the moment, or but he comes back, he acknowledges it. He's made the decision to come back, which is the right decision. Everybody believes or for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Very cool for Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Uh, moving right along right here. Um, Bucks and uh, Lions are going to play this weekend up in Detroit. And Baker Mayfield quarterback for the Bucks had a really good season, but not according to C.J. Gardner-Johnson, a DB for the Lions, uh, had a comment when asked about Baker and the Bucks play this year. If you give Tampa, if you give that Tampa group a good quarterback, that's a great group. <laughs> he names the receivers. Edwins, Godwins, Gage. That's a great group. I played against them for real. Uh, Baker had a response because there's a curious name in that group of receivers that maybe C.J. Gardner-Johnson wasn't aware of. I don't think he's really watched film because uh, he mentioned Russell Gage. You know, we love Russell, but Russell hasn't played a snap all year for us. Um, he must be going off for preseason stuff that the media was talking about. But he didn't play our first game, so I'm excited to see him. I think he's a really good player. Um, he has been for a while. He's been an impactful guy on every team he's been on. So he, he's, uh, he's a good player, but, yeah, he's got to do a little bit more film study. Ooh, oh, shots fired. Didn't see that Russell Gage hadn't played all year. So, yeah, shots mm. fired by Baker at uh, C.J. Well, Gardner I mean, sometimes Baker, you know, sometimes Baker gets a little bit in trouble with his, you know, as my dad would say, less lip, more grip. Sometimes this For fuels sure. him. And then, obviously, he gets that swag and, he, and the latitude, and he goes on and wins. We'll yeah, I, I don't know it, how this plays out this weekend, but I will say uh, he's still very sensitive to everything that's being said. Correct, Amundo. That was Baker's issue when he first started. A little snarky. He was in Cleveland, and he heard everything. You said something about Baker. I don't like, I don't like the car he drives. And he'd respond. So he's still paying a lot of attention to that, even though right now his main focus should be, dude, are you going to get paid by the Bucks? Are they going to bring you back and pay you? Because if he wins this week, Mike, I got to believe that's their, that's their, their, their uh, move in the offseason. If you're the Bucks, it is cheaper. And I'm not telling you he's going to make $50 million, but it's cheaper to keep Baker and his experience – then it would be to go draft a rookie and go through those rigmaroles or potentially go get somebody else on the open market. I'm just telling you, he may have played himself into right. a job. Or do you say big picture, kind of like the same argument we're having with Belichick, even though you're seeing some, you know what the good parts are, does he turn into another version of Ryan Fitzpatrick? That's right. Where you'll give him the guaranteed money and then you it know, goes downhill. the pumpkin, poof, at midnight. Yeah. All right, one more. I rarely give out gambling tips, but I saw this article. I'm going to give you all a little bit of an inside edge right here. Reba McIntyre was announced as the singer for the national anthem for Super Bowl 58. Somebody from USA Today went and found three previous videos of Miss McIntyre singing the national anthem, and they all clocked in at the same time. One minute and 22 seconds. Really? So if you are a betting insider out there, one minute and 22 seconds. Reba don't play. Yeah. She gets in, gets out. Starts it and goes. So there you go. One minute, 22 seconds is the over-under for her previous three that she's hit. So there you go, folks. I know what y'all are thinking, too. Y'all are like, it's not a soul singer, so we'll probably be under. (laughs) 
be more straightforward. It probably they, by the way, they had a woman that sang uh, the, the anthem at the Falcon. You probably didn't see it because you don't get to see the anthem on, on the national broadcast. But when I was at the Superdome, they had this woman who just belted it out, R- R&B soul and, and just gospel singer that yeah, was yeah. unbelievable. And oh, then, you're talking about the Saints? Yeah, and yeah. she had actually played high school football. She had actually played, I mean, played either co-ed or oh, football. Oh, wow. So, I mean, this, I mean, this, and this woman, I mean, it was like, you know when you hear those moments, you're like, damn, when she really hits it. She hit it. And it reached the crescendo. I mean, everybody was going bananas on that one. So there you go. And I think Reba will rock it. But some people like that. They like, you like your anthems three minutes long? You like Marvin Gaye or you like it oh. short and sweet? Well, that's the thing. If it is creative. You make it three minutes, make it funky. Yes. If right. it's created a by the artist, right. I'm all for it, you know? But Unless you're Carl Lewis. Oh, that was terrible. Man, wait for it. <laughs> Oh, and the Rockets red. Hold on, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, that note was uh, an F, and Carl the bombs in the air. <laughs> he just kept ter- going, man. That was terrible. Uh, or was it the little girl who forgot the anthem? And I think right. it, was, it was Mo Cheeks. Mo Cheeks. The- Mo Cheeks yeah. came out and helped yeah. her out. Yeah, that, that, I mean, there are famous incidents. We will not. I don't think we'll have that incident. And of but- course, Enrico Palazzo in uh, in the Naked Gun. And the bombs in the air. <laughs> By the way, Naked Gun Three was on the other night. I don't know why I came across it. And I'll be honest with you guys, I'm just laughing. First of all, that movie came out like early early 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. But I am just laughing at the, the, the sophomore comedy in this damn Leslie movie. Nelson, yeah. Nordberg! <laughs> so damn funny. Uh, I could, but it was like three. It was uh, Naked Gun. I, I had totally forgot the what Naked Gun one, three was the about. The second one always makes me laugh. Like I've been swimming in raw sewage. The password is undercover. I love it. Anyway, there you go. On that note, here's some music. <laughs> Coming up, we're going to talk about what's going on around college football, including the dogs. Yeah, their favorite over Alabama. Wonder why. Also, Brandon Galden's going to join us. He is our Braves play-by-play guy and just recently won Georgia Sportscaster of the Year. We'll talk to him about all things that are going on, not just uh, getting ready for spring training, but uh, what's he been up to. And it was a great first year for him. We're looking forward to many more with Brandon Galden. That's on the way on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 